As you know, the On Farm podcast is brought to you by the team at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. And I just wanted to remind you about a new initiative that's happening here called On Record. On Record is a project to preserve voices, stories and memories for the future with your very own audio recording. So we're recording memories of rural life. We're travelling around Scotland, working with families and organisations to capture precious voices of family members or staff members or long-serving office bearers to preserve those for posterity and sometimes for historical value. So if you think this project is something that you'd like to be involved in and maybe you have a grandparent or a parent that you'd like to capture on audio while you can, please do get in touch. You can find out more at onrecordmemories.co.uk. Welcome. So we're at the Kelso Tup Sales today at Border Union Agricultural Society showground at Springwood Kelso. That's the bell ringing to start the sale, but you'll also hear as soon as the bell started, 19 auctioneers have simultaneously started selling in 19 different sales rings. Um, there's over 4,000 tups and we're going to see some of them sold, hear from some of the sellers, hear from some of the buyers and also people who are just here for a, a day out and a bit of a experience of the sheep world. So I'm Monty, um, Ross Montague, and welcome to this week's On Farm podcast. We're in a rush because we want to see some Suffolk uh, lambs getting sold in Ring 10. There's two auctioneers going hell for leather back to back here. We want to see Lot 3 in this ring. So let's try and get space by the ring. We just have to try and push in through here. You look like you're bidding. Yeah, I thought you just nearly accidentally bought a ram. Don't want to do that. It's away from you now anyway, so you're all right. So lot three is about to come into the ring. It's Scott Brown, who's a friend of mine. We actually caught up with Scott about half an hour ago, just as the nerves were kicking in, just to see how he was feeling in advance of the sale. Mr. Brown. Hello, how are you? All right, yes. Good. Hi. You're, you're quite um, sharp into the ring, aren't you? After the bell, you're lot number three. How does that make you feel? Buzzing like a jar of bees is the best way to describe it. This is what your year's planning of. Uh, when you put the use out, which we did last month, all leads up to this moment that you're going in the ring where your, your year's work really comes together and it's all over in about 20 minutes. And uh, it's anticipation of, you know, are your best lambs going to realise what you thought they would realise? Are they all going to sell in the day? What average are you going to get across the board? We've been coming here since 1997, so we've got a good custom base and we've got a little bit of a USP in what we're doing with CT scanning. There's nobody else um, in, the, in the lamb ring here doing that. So just to really signpost people to some of the sort of uh, the real currency that the people embrace and acknowledge and, and recognise is some key things like... Uh, We've got the highest killing out percentage, which farmers recognise is quite an important part in selection, but they can only get that if we CT scan them. This lamb here has got the highest um, eye muscle area in his loin section. So point, can you just <clears> point out the eye muscle? In? Yeah. So this is the loin section here. This is the area that's been measured with the CT scanner. The CT scanner measures them in three sections, hindquarters, midquarters and forequarters. So the, this measurement here, the, the eye muscle area is attributed to the middle measurement, but it's his loin area where the expensive chops come from. So the total muscle area is the biggest of all the lambs in our pen that was put through. I mean, we have some real uh, uh, stars in terms of, on a UK level in here, we've got this lamb here has the longest spinal length recorded in the UK this year in the CT scanner. An extra couple of chops in that one. Do you know what it actually is? That's yeah. what it comes to. Yeah. Yeah. So Suffolk on average have got 21 vertebrae. If you speak to a butcher about 20, having 21 vertebrae, 
it means they can get two crown uh, roasts out of the loin area because they've got an extra rib, and that's worth an extra 10 quid to them. Yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of having that information. Well, I'll tell you, on that note, thank you very much, Scott, because I didn't think we'd get much time with you before sailing, but good luck. Yeah, and thanks. You've got some folk hanging around, so you better have a bit of chat with them. And okay. Before we go, how did how do these compare, do you think, from 2019, and what oh. are you hoping for in the ring compared with 2019? These are a different ball. These are a new league. Yeah. This is the best pen arms you've ever had. Because yeah. you averaged, was it 750? 795, I think it was in 2019, yeah. So where yeah. are we this year, then? Uh, I'd, I'd hate to tempt fate, right. but I'll take more of the same will do. Yeah. So now we're back, ring 10, lot 3, let's see how these tucks sell. Six and a half. Yeah. At the moment, these tucks are averaging about sort of 400, 500, 300 quid. Obviously, Scott seems to be, you know, based on the previous years, he's hoping for quite a bit more than that. So we've got to hope that these prices are more of a reflection on this pen of sheep rather than the trade. For a vendor, for a seller like Scott, he's going to be paying very close attention because he's going to be thinking, you know, if these are if these guys are back on the year, I could be back on the year as well, you know, which is pretty nerve-wracking, I would imagine. Scott's wife, Jane, she's nestled in right by the rostrum over there. She'll be keeping a close eye on things. She'll be nervous too. 800, just pick them now, come on. 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, it's also difficult, the very first one of his lot into the ring, it's difficult to find the, the level, you know. See, that's it. People realised they were going to get a cheap, cheap tap there at 500 and someone else has taken it on a wee bit. Yeah, so 550 the first one's yeah. gone for. Yeah. That's not a great start, right? It's difficult to judge with the first one. Auctioneer's going to have to drum up some enthusiasm. There's a lamb with some carcass on it. 700, 600, 500, never less. 350, 450, 550, and just show themselves off in the right way. Yeah, he's got a wee bit of making up to do, but they'll get there. Am I just getting a bit nearer in case I need to put in a bed here? Top genetics. 650, 700, 700, you picked them, 750, 750, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, Kilos at eight weeks old. 43, kilos 43 kilos at eight weeks old, that's a hell of a lamb. 
under 20. 500, so just to put that in perspective, 43 kilos is about the weight you want to sell a lamb at to the butchers. So that one achieved that at eight weeks old. So that's a sort of growth, you know, if you buy that, you'd be hoping that would pass that growth on to your to its progeny. Well, not just hoping either, because he's well, got the statistics right. and the analysis the statistics, to show it. Yeah. There you are, the auctioneer's talking about the fact that it's been through a CT yeah. scanner. So as you can hear, that's 1,100 now. Over 1,000 for that one. So after a shaky start, Scott's yeah. going to be looking pretty chuffed about this. I would say so. 1,200 now. 1,300. Take it to the top, see? <laughs> There's a lot of drama goes oh, into being an auctioneer, isn't there? Oh, that's it. That's part of the trade. We're going to hear from a young auctioneer later, and I think, you know, he's learning the pattern, but it's, it's a bit of entertainment as well. 1,300 quid. Jane's frantically, Scott's wife Jane frantically writing things down. She'll be trying to work out the averages as they go here. This lamb is the longest spine in the UK this year. The longest spine in the UK this year. And look at him, he'll weigh every day and you'll get an extra couple of chops. So in case the tape didn't pick that up, this is the UK's longest lamb that Scott's auctioning off here. So of all the Suffolk Tups recorded in the, um, in the UK this year, that's what got the longest spine, so therefore it's longest chops, it's, sorry, most chops, longest rib roast. Almost seems cheaper that, to be fair. 700? 700 for that one. So you've just bid, Monty. Montague Blackburn. Montague Blackburn. <laughs> Did you buy it? Yes. <laughs> I need one of his sheep. That's 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 the long and the short of it. I need one of these sheep, and that was roughly what my budget was. I wasn't going to go some of this these bigger prices. Oh, well done. Yeah. So we've got one. Okay. Well, how do you feel? Yeah. No, that's fine. That's a top bolt. I didn't quite come to buy a top. I wasn't sure if I was going to buy a top. I was half buying a tap and, and now I've bought one. That's sometimes a way of it at these sales, to be honest. And is your wife going to find out by listening to the podcast? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. She knew, she knew there was a possibility. To be fair, that's fine. Moira was, um, yeah, she knew what was happening, but it wasn't quite the plan. And I haven't brought a trailer, so we're going to have to rely on one of these friendly neighbours to, to take it home. Or, or producer Dave can get it in the back of the car. Eight hundred and fifty nine thousand. Goodness, we're not the only folk recording today. There's the television cameras as well. Morning. We might find, if we go to, I think it's ring three, might find my neighbour who brought me down this morning trying to look at some tops that he might buy. I'm sure it's ring three. No, it's not ring three. Where are these Charlies? There he is. Peter. Time for a wee word. Yes. My name's Peter Emerson. Just looking at Charolais tups, hopefully looking to buy three tups to replace some uh, had previously. You were saying on the way down that you're, you've bought from these uh, this seller before and you might be looking today and you're having a wee look and just give us an idea of what yeah. actually you're looking for in terms of a Charolais tup. I bought two tups off him 
it'd be seven years ago now and they did very well so I just decided that I would certainly look at these again and anything that looked similar to them. Because we're higher up at 800 foot we're looking for a charolais with a bit more wool on it so that the lambs survive better in the spring if it's bad weather. You know some of them they are a bit bearer of the head and what have you than, than, than some breeds aren't they? That's they the, are yeah. which will suit some people that yeah. aren't as high yeah. with uh, bad weather like we get but uh, the timing year we want to lamb we need something with a bit more wool on them. As someone who mainly works with Texels and some Suffolks why a Charlie? Why are you after a Charlie? I put them over the gimmers so it'll be their first time lambing the ewes so the Charolais has quite a lean small bone smaller carcass to come out when it's when you're lambing it so it's easier lambed. So what do you think? You're gonna have a go at these? Uh, there's some others up here but yes these Hello, I'm Alex from Robertson, farm at Pax in South Mains and Overhouden. I'm Catherine, the mother, <laughs> and I used to do a bit of farming. I think that's a bit of an understatement. Catherine was the, the, the stock brain, were you not? Oh, well, thank you. I'll take that as a brain <laughs> of, of, of Overhouden Farm, which yeah. is uh, neighbours with me, actually, up, up, the, up the hill. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What are you guys up to today? What are you We're looking just for? Here. Just for a look. Yeah. Yeah. Get the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stand and back and get the atmosphere. It just is amazing seeing people. Yeah. Will you miss the buzz of buying sheep today? Of course. Yeah. I love it. It's the one only time I ever got to spend the farm money. <laughs> I was, and have, have a bit of stock judging and, and enjoy it. I was explaining earlier about how there's so many different rings. And if you're trying to be in so many places at once because you want a Texel here or a Suffolk here, and you guys used to be like that, there would be three mm. or four of you having uh, to buy... Like all over the place. But we're, but we're organised, you just get going. Yeah. Do your homework and, you, and you everybody allocated to the right time. And that was what good auctioneers always ran to form, a minute a tap, we could just... Do you think they manage a minute a tap? They probably do, actually. Yeah, yeah. they do, that's yeah. A... Yeah. Yeah. Well, they yeah. don't hang around. No. Because if not, everybody then doesn't get the same time or they feel insulted. Yeah, yeah. You've got to make sure it keeps it up, the bidders, keep them in their toes. Yeah. I didn't okay. actually think about it like that, sort of golden rule of a minute attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you've learned. learned As you learn every day. <laughs> right, so we're just we're, we're actually back at um, Scott's pen of sheep now. We'll try and grab a word with him. He's probably on a bit of a high or the the, the, the letdown of the adrenaline now that the they've he's sold and we'll see how he's um, feeling. And obviously I've bought one of these now, so I better um, have a bit look and see what the purchase actually how it looks and how it handles again, because um, if one came in, into the ring that was kind of in my budget price, I was going to have a go, and, and I did, and I'm, I'm delighted with this. What machine he is? Yeah, no, he is, Monty. He just typifies the kind of sheep that we breed. He's, he's got moderate bone, what you'd call moderate bone. He's got really tight skin in him, and he's tremendous length. And Even compared to his neighbour there? Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a longer sheep, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah well, when his father was... That just shows you, he just talked about genetics and DNA. When his father, was, who was a homebred sheep, uh, Capula, Mr. Marvellous, when he was CT scanned, he had the longest uh, spinal length in the UK that year yep, as yep, a lamb. So that's yep. you're seeing that coming through into his offspring yep. now. Yeah, well, I mean, as, as you said, you had one of them in the ring that was the longest this year. In the yeah. UK this year, yeah, yeah and he yeah. was also a brother yeah. to the half-brother yeah. to the, to the yeah. top U-bolt, yeah. so, yeah. so I, now delighted. Um, I, 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 are you, how yeah, are you yeah. feeling? Yeah, yeah, very good. 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 We, didn't have a, we didn't have a fantastic high top price, but we had a very level trade, and 
We've averaged 676 for 12 lambs and that, that'll do me any day. Yep. The, the, the lesser lambs were dearer and the top end were maybe not as expensive as they were two years ago, so I'm pretty happy. I've got a guy who's bought today, first time he's bought off me in four years, called Ray Woolway. And every year he comes up and he'll, he'll go through the place with great intent. He'll come up and he'll give me a run a rundown at various stages of the day and say, you're third choice at the moment, <laughs> you're second choice at the moment. And I've never managed to get it first, but today, this year we've managed to seal the deal and he's bought a ram off this, this year for a thousand quid. Is he here? Yeah, Ray was here earlier on. I'm Ray Woolway from Cambridgeshire. I have kept Suffolk since we gave up keeping pedigree pigs in 1998 and we won the Midlands and Eastern area Suffolk flock competition two years ago. I've been to the top sale here for since 2005 I think and bought several times, bought, brought one year. I gave a crossbred ram four years ago to Doddy Weir's foundation which I was proud to do and then two years ago the last sale I bought the champion here which we've still got done as well so hopefully this one will do mm -hmm. yeah. fine as well yeah. Yeah. Scott guarantees he will <laughs> yeah, no worries. well I bought one from him as well so Cheers, I hope we're alright you didn't push me did you? you didn't push me no no I don't think we're in on the same one no so so why 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 come up just for the, for the for the listeners why come up all the way from Cambridgeshire what's the attraction to come here it's a big one there's a big one at Bilth of course yes aye, yes. but this is the one that tops them all to me it's yep. just something else great camaraderie you've got yep. a great selection whatever you want yep. breed wise or crosses and uh, you know you know what, what to look for and are, you, are you after any more today no so this is pretty much what you'd call the back office so you buy a tap from one of the rings um, obviously they're sold through the various auctioneering companies then you come in here and this is where they have their bases and as you can see it's a hive of activity with all the, the cashiers and computers and you come in here and you settle up your dues um, that gives you the paperwork which you then have to take outside prove that that's your tap put it in a tap taxi and excitedly take it home I better go and settle my dues actually and get some paperwork while I remember that <laughs> hi there um, Lot three in ring ten. What's your surname? Montague. Just put it on my account if that's all right. Right, there's the invoice and the pass there for him. Perfect, thank yeah. you very much. Okay. All good. Okay, thank you. While we're in here, we've um, bumped into Dan Whittle, who is one of the key men here at Border Union, and I'm going to ask him to introduce himself and tell us a little bit more about what he does. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm, I'm the executive director of the Border Union Agricultural Society, so it can, the top sales come under my remit for the year. It's one of our pillar moments, uh, a significant part of the, the year for sheep farmers and especially those who are, who are putting rams to market. Um, they bring forward some of the finest animals in, in the UK. Uh, we've got farmers here from Wales, from Orkney, uh, the southwest of the country, Devon, all over the Scotland, uh, Northumbria, and all parts in between. Um, so this is a gathering of the clans in some respects. Why is it important that Border Union Agricultural Society provide this? Why, why does BUAS you know, keep this sale going, and why is it important for, for, for you and the society? Well, we founded it. We founded it in 1836 as the first sale of rams under the auspice of the Border Union. We still run it today, and we've missed it very rarely in the past. Foot and mouth, of course, and last year for the other biological challenge of, of the COVID pandemic. Um, we're absolutely thrilled to get it back together this year. 
the industry, which includes auctioneers, farmers, consigners, buyers, hauliers, feed merchants, pen manufacturers, and everything in between. We're all in this together, and it means very much to the industry. And also locally, uh, the economic impact of this sale in this region is significant. There's a real buzz. There's a, there's a huge buzz um, out there. Does that make you proud as, as someone in the, in, in, the, in the showbiz industry, as it were? You know, it's a sale, it's a place of business, but there's a buzz out there. Does that make you feel proud? I'm particularly proud. This is, this is life-enhancing, this sort of event. It, it makes you feel uh, 10 foot tall when you get it right. And for us this year, getting it right has been an absolute mountain to climb. And with a very short amount of space of time, right through the COVID pandemic and all that that has brought to the permissions and so on to put this together. We got notice that we could start this process on the 22nd of July. And here we are on the 10th of September, having drawn something together, which normally takes half a year. Credit to the auctioneers to, to bring their customers forward, to the team that we have here, which is absolutely tiny. About one and a half people, frankly. Our groundsman, Stevie Jack, Rebecca Maitland, who's dealing with our press, PR, catalogue, all things in between, and Verity Much, who's, who's holding the office together. And those volunteers, very many of whom are top sales specialists, who come and help us do the figures and the, the ballots and so on, all in between. So a magnificent effort, and uh, you know, to be leading that, it's, it makes me very proud. 2022, hopefully normality for the society, the show is going to happen, the dog show, top sales, big year coming up. Massive year coming up, yes. Recovery year this year and make some progress next. We're going to take this slowly and build a good platform for the Border Union Agricultural Society. And 2022 top sales, let's see what we can do. Perfect, thank you, Dan. Ideal, great. So I would love to get to, to ring 19 because there's a young lad, Andrew Hutchison, who is a really keen young auctioneer who, this is a massive day for him because he's been given the, the chance to sell at Kelso for the first time. Ring 19, he's going to be in here very shortly and um, it's a massive opportunity for, you know, this is, this is a big, big day for the auctioneers, same as for the sellers and the buyers. You know, it's a real honour to be able to show off his skills, I would imagine. We'll hear from him, but I would imagine that. There he is, he's got his gavel yeah. in his back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So here's, here's Andrew just obviously getting ready to go in. Let's, let's try and see if he's got time for a word to see how he's feeling. When, when are you in, Andrew? Quarter past twelve, I'll be later. All right, all right. How are you feeling? Aye, nervous, like, eh? Very nervous. But there's nothing else I can do now, so. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine, won't you? Oh, I'd like to think so. Yeah. Hey, if I have a bad trade, it's not through lack of trying the day, like, eh? I'll try my hardest. So. Yeah. Yeah, so. Have you had to work hard to get these taps? Yes, really, like, eh? You have to go around a few farms, like, eh, and shake a few hands. Um, I've also got to get them to build a bit of confidence in myself, to sell them with myself there rather than another auction company. That's what I mean, and they've, got, and they've obviously got confidence in you, you're here. Well, they've got more confidence than I have anyways, like, yeah, but um, no, it should be alright, it should be alright, so we'll soon see. Good. I look forward to being in a beer tent later on more than anything, like, yeah. So, you'll be fine, we'll be here, we'll get a bit of recording of you in the box. If you buy a tap, I'll be over the moon, like, yeah. If buy a tap, we'll see how we go. Yeah. The top each, mind, yeah. yeah. So, alright, I best keep going the now, gentlemen, but we'll catch you later on. Cheers, so this is Monty, um, we're actually with producer Dave today, wandering around at the Kelso Tup sales. I suppose we're, we're more than wandering around, I've actually 
bought a top and uh, yes well, I nearly bought one as well you nearly bought one sticking your blooming microphone up in the air and, and waving your phone about I think that auctioneer was really really desperate you know he was trying very hard I'm really laughing I'm laughing I'm thinking of people if you're looking at the on-farm Twitter feed or the uh, Instagram or whatever at the moment and you've seen some pictures of from, from Pennside at Kelso that was me nearly buying a tub <laughs> yeah yeah I think the auctioneer did get the get the picture actually but that wasn't they did eventually get for one you did you did but Never mind, they were good, no they were good tops. We would, any one of them could have come home with me. Oh, here's the man we need to speak to. See how, see how his nerves are bearing up. Andrew Hutchison, the young auctioneer from Harrison Hetherington. These are some of the sheep that he's going to be selling shortly. I'm Ben McSporin from Peeblesha. Uh, one the milk and honey. Tell us about your tops. You need to buy one now if I go <laughs> on this. Eh? Uh, aye, pen of ten tops here. 73 here and 72. Their mother won Haddington Show as a Yawam and their full brothers uh, nursed on the Yaw. Quite nice tops. That's quite important to hear that because as a buyer you never want to hear about uh, a tup that's been raised as a, as a single lamb or it's had you know some sort of issues or whatever. If those have been naturally raised on, the, on their mother well you know that's a good sign for things to come you would hope. Yeah uh, these boys uh, were all used as tup lambs at home uh, all on our yows, uh, with most of our lambs making U-grade carcasses, uh, killing out at about 20 kilos at about 10 weeks old. So we've been averaging over £100 for all our lambs sold off these boys this year. You think that's quite a good thing, Ben, the fact that you've used them, so they're, 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 like, they're proven to work. Exactly. You know, you've used them as lambs, you're bringing them here as, as shearlings, and they're just, proven to work. Just exactly. They know how to party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And are you knowing how to party these days? Oh, well, <laughs> staying away from it, me, you know. <laughs> Living the life of a monk, as they say. <laughs> but no, the, I think uh, for breeding Texel Cross, Yowams for breeding stock, uh, I think this is a, a good pen of tubs because you've got nice lugs on them, nice white hair, nice sweet tubs. You know, they know how to get their heads up. Uh, I think some folk are maybe forgetting about presence in their text of tups and maybe just concentrating on carcass but I try and look after that when I'm breeding the tups just for the boys with the warm job. Ben, what does it mean to be here at Kelso? How are the nerves just now before going into the auction ring? Oh, well, uh, I would say it's probably been a dream since I was teeny wee. We never used to have sheep at home. It was always my uncle's sheep that I used to work with and uh, it's only in the last kind of six years I started breeding Texels and uh, to try and produce a, a good level pen that that people uh, that people want and and pick to buy for their own flocks and uh, it makes it all worthwhile all the kind of the work. So Andrew's in now, Andrew Hutchison, let's go and see how he gets on. To stand up at, at Kelso, in front of this crowd, it must be big. These guys, these guys, there's a lot of pressure on their shoulders, there's pressure from the, the vendor, because, you know, if your sheep don't make a good trade, you might blame someone else, not yourself, you know, human nature being what it is. First person to shout at might be the auctioneer. Um, if you miss the if you miss the buyers, if you if you don't if you don't if your eyes are not round about you and you miss the buyers, 
Well, some buyer might not be very chuffed. If you cost them a sheep they were after. Quite apart from that, these guys, they actually want to be entertainers. They want to be, you know, they want to be up there. It's, it's almost like a big, it's like a, I guess it's like a musician on a big stage. It's like a big gig, you know. He's certainly doing well. He's singing out. There are like rappers and hip-hop artists who'd love to have that control over the way they speak. There's the other key there, is he's going to know his buyers and he's going to know his sellers as well. And he's going to know, you know, it helps an awful lot. Who you can wind up. It helps an awful lot who you can wind up. It helps an awful lot if you can, if you build a rapport with a, the buyer. I heard him say Duncan there, I don't know who Duncan is, but he's, he's trying to say, come on Duncan, come on, it's, you know, keep him going. If that if that gets an extra 50 quid out of Duncan, well, fair play to him, you know, everyone's happy. Gentlemen, guess I should know your name, sir. Young lad over here. He's singing out, isn't he? He's, he's, he's fairly got a he's fairly on a roll there. Listen to that. You'll, you'll hear these um, expressions. They roll out of the auctioneer's tongue. Mostly, mostly it's um, it's true, but some of them just roll them out anyway. Naturally done, good skins and whatever. It's it's, it's almost automatic. It's a it's a reflex. That's what they say. Naturally done, meaning you know not forced, not not fed and fed and fed just to turn out for today. Meaning you know it's it's lived its life on grass and what have you. Looking at that top, probably has. It looks naturally done to me. It looks a good top, but you know these are the sort of things that the, it's probably the difference between a, a, a good auctioneer and a bad one. The ones that just come up there and tell you the same script the whole time. The ones that actually look, at, yeah, the ones the same pattern all the time, versus the ones that look at the shape and think, well, you know, what is this that I'm selling? I would say he's playing a blinder, isn't he? Yeah, I would say he's playing a I would say he's playing a blinder. Say he's doing well. See, this is this is important information to give as well. You know, you'll see the lambs every Monday at Bogsville. Well, he knows that because that's his market, and he knows the fact that these guys have got a name for selling a good lamb in, in, in Bogsville's market on a Monday morning. To my mind, if you want to sell a good fat lamb, prime lamb, through the market or um, or direct or whatever, then you start off by buying a tap from someone who's already doing that as well. Hello, I'm Johnny Watson of Watson Seeds, the grass seed merchants. I'm proud to say I've been coming to the tap sale for a good 40 years and as a grass seed merchant it's the end of the sowing season. Tup sale time is usually when it's just getting late enough to reseed and I've got some of the team here just thanking everybody for their custom this year in a challenging year uh, through the pandemic. I'm delighted there's a show on albeit slightly different here and the sale seems to be going well and uh, I wish all the farmers all the best. Thanks Johnny, well good man. Yeah, no, Thank nice to see you both. Yeah, cheers. Good stuff. <laughs> It's amazing who you'll bump into a thing like this. In fact, it shouldn't be amazing. You can see everyone here. There's, there's Alan Laidlaw over there. 
Chief Executive of the Highland Society. Let's just go and have a quick chat with Alan. Yeah, we're just dodging away. It's good to see some people. I walked in here and the buzz, the noise, I don't know whether the lack of canvas means the noise is travelling further, but there's a real anticipation. I think people are in a good mood. I was just saying to, to someone there that is there 25 or 30 pounds on every animal here because people are pleased to be here. They didn't get a chance last year. The Border Union Society have done a great job putting it on this year. Yeah, what's not to like? And the weather's been kind, so that's great. Some of the trade was, was, was slower to get going, but I think it's certainly going now. And it's, it's just there's a lot of folk here just hangers enjoying a day like out. Hangers oh, on I, like I bought a tarp. I bought a tarp today. Uh, so. Was it a cheap one early on, or did you pay some decent was, money? Uh, I better not say too much. I bought it from I bought it from a pen of tops that I really, really liked. Right. And they're all bred the same way. So Good. if I happen to get one of the cheaper ones from that pen, that was my... What would you say, buyer's acumen, really? Are you just managing this so Mrs Montague doesn't ask how much that top cost? <laughs> well, I spoke to somebody and they said they thought, they, they, the, what they had seen that there was trade was flying in certain pens and real buoyancy and, and confidence. So it's nice to hear and the lamb job's doing well. I spoke to a farmer in the north today who said he was well ahead of his budget from where he wanted to be in his lambs and that will undoubtedly follow into confidence on the ground. Fundamentally, Coming to the Border Union today, to the top sales, tells you why people in agriculture like these sort of things. It's the camaraderie, it's the networking, it's the coming together to share good stories and, and bad. And that's what agriculture is, it's a people business. So yeah, for me, delighted that the team have got this done over the line, delighted trade's gone well, delighted the weather's been kind, and really looking forward to an easier run in the next year, hopefully. See where your competitors got left the market this week? Rock and roll farming. Well, I know we were just saying that in a way. Um, in fact, we were going to we were going to record that as a recommendation this week to, to go back and, and and for people to go back and listen to some of the rock and roll there's farming some, episodes. Some very good ones actually. I think rock and roll farm the podcast's been brilliant. I think there's some really good ones that make you think, make you realise that there's some good stories out there, and yeah, they're worth listening to if you've got a chance. No, we, we were hoping that, that people will go back and listen. I mean, part of our job in the on-farm podcast is to try and grow the, the market because there's people on tractors, there's people on lorries. You know, they should be listening. They're, they're, they're a captive audience and we'd hope they enjoy it. And, you know, if they listen to our podcast, they listen to some others as well. It's a shame that, that Will Evans has, has given up. But um, he's, he's sort of made the market a little bit. He's done a good job. I've not been travelling as much as I did and been back in the car, it's great to go back to some of the library and, and pick it up because actually there's some people out there that are being really open and honest about the good bits and the bad bits and yeah, worth listening to. Yeah, you heard that listeners, go back and try and listen to some of the rock and roll, rock and roll farming. Great, thanks Alan. Look at the skin on that. So we left we left here um, an hour and 15 minutes ago when Andrew had, um, first walked into the ring and started selling. We've been for a wander. Um, Dave and I have actually had a quick bite of lunch. We come back, he's still in full flow. Doing his best to get the money up, isn't he? Well, when he gets to 920, he's going to get to 1,000. You know, he's desperate yeah. to, you know. You like round numbers. Yeah. Well, there's not much chance to talk to him just now, is there? No. We'd better leave him to no. it. <laughs> My name's Pam Anderson, and I'm from Hedgehog Farm up at Oxton, right on the top of Lauderdale. And this is Ailey. You going to say hello? Hi. 
my niece, who's here helping. <laughs> How did it go today with these texels? How um, did it go? We have sold very well today. You're happy? Yes, absolutely delighted. Absolutely yeah. delighted. What does yes, that mean our, in terms of okay, averages so and things? Average has gone up by about £250 per head. Right. We got a top price of £1,500. Very good. And another two or three were over £1,000. So right. we've had a very level trade. So right. our average is actually 1,055. Highly delighted with that. Yes, very yeah, pleased. Nice to be over 1,000 for the average. Very good, yeah. yes. And especially yeah. when you don't know what to expect yeah. because we weren't sure what it would be like coming back to the real top sales, yeah. as it were. So yeah. it's been, yeah, we've had a very good day. Yeah. There's something really special and I think there's an atmosphere here that you don't get anywhere else. And yes, last year was different and we all just had to cope with what was there and we had to sell in all different venues which was following all the restrictions but it is great to be back here and just have all the breeds all the pens all the buyers everybody here together yep it's good who bought you sell to your usual buyers or mostly good yes. good yep, a lot of returning buyers yeah which is good that must feel good when you get returning buyers you know you're doing something right yeah, I think it does. Yeah, it does feel good because you you know that your work's then worthwhile, and you know that they're appreciating what they've bought, and obviously they're pleased with the lambs because these are obviously sold for crossing. So the lambs that they're getting, they're obviously pleased with the results that they're getting in the market. Um, so if they're coming back for more, that's good. What do you think, Ailey? Did you t did you take them into the ring? Did you take them in? No. You watched, didn't you? You watch with Mum and with All Granny. Right. Oh, is Granny here as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is your favourite one? This one! <laughs> You're a big boy. Mm -hmm. well, I think we've justified an ice cream. Right. <laughs> Haven't we? I saw a lady had ice cream. Yes, I know. She, we did see a lady that had ice cream. But Uncle James says you can never have too many ice creams in the one day. So, it's all good. So it's getting to the end of the day. There's loads of other people we could probably speak to before we finish, but actually we've got to end somewhere. Let's, here's Peter. Let's have a word with Peter about how it went with him, because we spoke to him right at the beginning when he was looking at some uh, Charlie Tups he might have been going to purchase. Um, let's hear how he got on. Peter, how did you get on today? Well, I got uh, the three Tups I was looking for, but uh, possibly bought them earlier in the sale than I expected. So I bought one that had come down from Orkney yesterday and then filled up with another two in, uh, in the third lot. So I was finished by 20 past 11. Are you quite happy with them? Yes, they're good sorts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully they'll do me well. Try and grab a word with Andrew. He did so well. What a doer bunch. No one's making anything of the fact that the young lad just did so well there. He's come out of the box. You feel like giving him a round of applause. <laughs> hey, well done. Thank you very much. Are you pleased? I think so, anyways, I. He did brilliantly. It's gone better than expected, like, uh. Oh, jeez, he did brilliantly. Especially at the end there, you had the meeting at your hands. I know, it was good fun, like, at the end, like, uh. The worst thing is, it could have gone a bit longer, couldn't it? I felt like you needed a round of applause there as you finished well, that. I should have done really like, uh, but, you know, it's just how it's gone in the end, like, uh, we've had a good day. So now we've got to get everything squared up in the books, like, now, and that'll be us away for a cold pint. Never mind that. How does that feel? How did that feel in that ring? I was nervous to start with, like, uh, but once we get into the swing of things, like, you get a lot better, like, you know. Um, just takes practice, you know, and eventually we'll get perfectly. 
you know, you must have pulled most of them out over a thousand pounds, and you had some of those buyers, you had them working, so that was no, really well done. Go in the end, like I had a good go, go like again. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, things went well. Have a good pint. No, thank you very much, and we'll hopefully see you back again. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Take care. good man. You did Cheers, great, you. Andrew. Well done. Thank you very much. Take care of yourselves. Yeah. Thank you. So I came through the gates this morning, um, kind of torn between sort of two Montes, one who had to do a podcast and one that was thinking, do I need to buy a tup or not? So anyway, I hope you've enjoyed what we've done for the podcast. And uh, obviously, yes, I also bought a tup. Um, it's been some day. Um, I think I think everyone's having a having a great day and I think trade's been good. I think there's a lot of smiles. So yeah, thank you very much. If you're listening to this and you took part in the podcast, thanks very much for your time. Hope we weren't too much of a distraction on your busy day. Just the last recommendation, as I think Alan Laidlaw said earlier, um, if you enjoyed our podcast, why don't you go back and try and listen to some of the Rock and Roll Farming podcast by Will Evans. He's hung up the, the podcast earphones for now, but he made, he made some excellent episodes and, and he was probably a pioneer of, of the, the farming podcast, so I'm sure there's, there's a lot in there for you to enjoy. And, and that's our recommendation of the week. So thank you very much for, for listening and um, bye for now.